everyone and thank you for joining Annette and I on this two-part special. So in part two, we continue the conversation um, as you're about to listen. Annette opens up about finding her strength leaving behind her toxic relationship and she shares about the events that have led her to find the rainbow on the other side. So stay tuned and thank you for listening to this part two special on the Prickly Things podcast. So then, you know, um, I got promoted and stuff like that. And the relationship with him got worse, worse, worse to the point where uh, after I separated with him and, you know, turned my divorce papers in and stuff like that, I told him, I said, you know what, if I would have lived probably two or three months more with you, the relationship probably would have turned into actual abuse, like physical abuse. Yeah, because it was, there were so many times where I was scared for my goddamn life that it wasn't even funny. Um, Oliver, I I will be apologizing to Oliver for the rest of his life for even putting through uh, him through something like this because it was literally points where Oliver was, you know, I was grabbing Oliver and he was grabbing Oliver and Oliver was literally in the middle of, you know, being, trying to, you know, cause I was like, no, I want my kid, no, I want my, you know, like it was so physical and so not thoughtful of Oliver. I was scared, you know, I was, I was crying because I did not want to yell and scream in front of Oliver because, you know, it impacts him at the same, you know, he, he might not understand, but he does he understand. Feels, yeah. He you feels, know, he feels attention. Exactly. Yeah. So, and I think part of that is why Oliver now was so, you know, it's crazy. And with my, with my husband now, you know, we kind of, joke play you know like ah I'm a beat your you know like just like play around like literally just you know he's like grabbing me and we like uh just wrestle and stuff like that you know just play around and Oliver would run into the room and he's like mommy babe stop it stop fighting you know he does not like I feel like he he's like intimidated and scared sometimes I sit back and I think and I'm like damn I wonder if if the previous relationship has impacted him where now he's like I I, I'm scared I don't know if it's you know I think y'all are fighting fighting you know yeah so going through the relation the last few months you know I got promoted you know and then they offered me um to pick a market, you know, kind of area where I want to move. And um, since I was still married, you know, I took, because I had option to go to like a whole different state, you know, uh, but I chose to still stay in Texas, you know, since I guess I was still married, you know, and I didn't want to just, I guess, totally move to another state by myself. So I picked the Waco because it was, you know, like it's not that far from Dallas, I guess. Nope. If, if anything <laughs> happens, you know, 
he can still see his son and stuff like that if he wants to but I probably have never felt that relieved from just it happened so fast and it was just like okay well I got promoted I have my own business I'm moving to Waco basically pack up everything and buy like it was just it wasn't no I didn't ask him nothing like it was just kind of happening he had to basically accept that I'm moving you didn't ask for his opinion you just said I'm I'm an independent woman I'm taking my child and (laughs) (laughs) right right because you know uh, he realized that there's not much love between us no more. And he knew that I'm going to do it. Like there was no, there's no reason. There was no reason for him to hold me back, but he had nothing to give to me. You know, like he was I done don't with know. the relationship. It too. was just. I don't know if he was done, but you were. <laughs> I was, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, I just kind of, you know, well, of course, to make everything a little bit more smoother, you know, I was like, yeah, you know, um, I was kind of lying, I guess, a little bit, but to my defense, it was just to protect protect myself um I was you know we can work on relationship or whatever you know but I mean I'm not moving that fat far away so we can still you know maybe it's better you know maybe it's better for us to go separate ways and then you know we can see what happens after knowing that I do not want to be with him at all whatsoever so um I moved to Waco with little bitty kid Oliver was uh, not even to he turned to I moved to Waco in July of 18 I believe uh, or June of 18 2018 um, then he turned to in July and then I was trying to do this business open my own office um I did it only so we were so we were representing I was responsible for Temple Sam, uh, Sam's Club and Waco Sam's Club so we were you know I had people under me I was hiring people and they were staffing the stores and uh, we were representing those companies like AT&T and and energy a few energy companies um so then I was, you know, going through that and, uh, you know, clearly I was already, I fall, I, I fell out of the love a long time ago. So I was just kind of trying to get myself together. And, uh, now you had your business to motivate you. You had your professional goals, yeah. you know, like you're yeah. after those goals, but also at the same time, you almost became a single mother. How was yeah, it working? It was- and then having your baby who's only two by yourself in a new city yeah it was it was extremely hard and I thought I mean uh, me moving away was definitely the best decision I have ever made you know by getting out of that just abusive harmful toxic relationship um 
I think in the long run, I made the best decision I could ever make, but it was very extremely, extremely, extremely hard to move to Waco by myself with a small kid. First, you work more than everybody else because, uh, and we were in direct sales, so a lot of our money depended on how much we sell. So, you know, I needed to go and do the selling portion so that way I can get as much revenue as I can for my own company because I can pay myself how much I want to pay myself. You're your own boss. But, you know, yeah. So, and then the rest of the money I can, you know, save in my bank account and stuff. Uh, I don't have to, you know, if my employee makes a sale, then I have certain amount that I need to give them. And then a little bit is left for me or for the bank account, you know, but when I make the sale, I keep basically the whole money, but it was hard. You know, I didn't have, I worked Monday through Sunday from 7 a.m. till 9.30 p.m. Wow. Wow. It was hard. Um, I didn't see my child. I had a, I had a nanny that helped me and I had another family friend that lives in uh, the, they live in Grandview, which is kind of by Fort Ward, by Burleson. And they helped me with Oliver a little bit. Ricky helped with a little bit with Oliver um, every now and then or every other weekend or whatever, whenever he had a guest chance or he wanted to watch him. He would come down to Waco and watch him while I'm at work and stuff like that. But it was hard because because of me not seeing my child so long and and my and Ollie started calling different people moms and stuff like that I realized that that's not what I want to do and meanwhile while I was trying to I guess progress and be successful in my business I had to deal with his father you know and who was, you know, um, still like mentally abusive and just, you know, like so obsessive and well, what are you doing? You know, we, we, are we going to work out? Like, I want to see my child. You know, it was just a lot. Like I didn't have a peace in my mind still, even though I kind of physically got myself out of it, but I felt like mentally I'm still just drained because I had to, you know, I was still technically married. So I had to, I couldn't just, you know, well, everything. yeah, you know, like he still had a right. If he wanted to see Oliver, then he could just come and get Oliver and, and go and God knows, you know, I don't know, you know, yeah. he had all the rights to do that. So that's that. And then, so I started my business in June, the end of June, uh, went through the summer, went through the September, October, and then November, I decided that it's not worth it. Like, it's just, it was, it wasn't like the right time for me to be a business owner, probably indifferent. Like if I would open business right now, I would absolutely be great, you know, 
because um, I have great family, you know, I have great support and I'm just mentally happy and physically happy. And it's just, you know, everything is in the right spots right now. Uh, back then, everything was so scattered. My mind was, you know, trying to figure out what is it going to be like? Uh, I was still on a green card. What's going to happen with, you know, there's just a lot of other stuff besides the running business that um, kind of were in a way, I guess I would say. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah. And then I met Anthony, uh, not really trying or not really wanting. Looking for him. Right, right. Um, Anthony was actually uh, worked in Temple Sam's Club. He was in tire and battery department. And I was, meanwhile, you know, I was still married. Um, I was still married and technically, and I met him and we started talking. Um, and then he, you know, <laughs> it's crazy, girl. <laughs> yeah, I can feel it in your voice. You have the butterflies. You're what the hell? I was like, what the hell I'm getting myself into, but I kind of and I can't help it. <laughs> I was like, oh, girl, you bad. But I mean, be happy at the same time, you know? Yeah. Wow. Um, so you had a new love interest and yeah, you started talking yeah. to another, you know, another man and yeah, started so. getting those butterflies and starting falling in love again. Yeah. And, it, you know, I really... <laughs> It's funny because, you know, clearly, you know, Anthony knew I had a child. Um, he also knew I was married still. Um, but nevertheless, you know, I had deep conversations with him about the relationship and everything. And um, I told him that I want a divorce. Like there's no reason why I would want to be with him and stuff like that. Um, so he accepted me the way I was with all my, I guess I would say baggage. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we started, you know, slowly dating and, and, and just get to know each other. And, uh, for me, honestly, the most important thing was you know, how he is, with, what type of relationship he would have with Ollie and, uh, I just couldn't imagine a bad, a better person for Ollie. Because basically, if you think about it, Anthony's been with us. We met in uh, August, September of 2019. Um, and, you know, Ollie was just, you know, barely two years old when when he met him basically so he's been our you know in all these lives and diapers you know before yeah <laughs> I didn't even talk yet and he was already in our lives so I was still married so then in September well we kind of it, it didn't happen that fast as I would want it you know of course at first you know I was kind of hiding from my kid's father that I'm seeing somebody, you know, just because um, knowing how physically and mentally abusive he is, like I was literally just scared, you know, 
I didn't want him to come down here and start, you know, doing some stuff that, you know, I wouldn't want my kid to see nor Anthony go through. Um, so, you know, I was kind of just hiding and stuff like that. I mean, our relationship was at that time when I talked to Anthony, started, you know, talking to Anthony and we started dating, our relationship was very, very, you know, in a, I guess, how, how I can award it. Innocent. Better. It was very... I mean, it was just, you know, yeah, we're still on the paper, man, but we don't really, you know, give a damn about each other, I guess, at that point. <laughs> I mean, I mean... <laughs> He still, you know, tried, tried, but I, I don't know if it was more just because he was, I think, in the back of his mind, it was not more about do, does he really is ready to be in a family? Because clearly he wasn't ready to be in a family, you know, he wasn't able to be that person for his child and for his wife. Uh, I think he was just scared of the Failure. thought. That, yeah, and people, you know, finding out that he has two different baby mamas and none of them are in his life and stuff like that. you know it was just more like a, a about him ego, ego thing I guess you know yeah. um repetition you know reputation and stuff like that uh but you know nevertheless you know moving forward just you know we we started building a relationship and I realized that you know I love Anthony I want to be with him you know and it was just time to put a big end to that relationship. So I did. I turned in. I, you know, when the income tax came in, <laughs> I had enough money <laughs> to make the final papers. And I served him with wow. papers. You filed a divorce. Yeah, I filed a divorce. I served him, served him with papers. Um when you serve somebody with papers, they have 30 days to respond to paperwork. Um, if not, then, you know, honestly, your last option is to show up for a last divorce, you know, final hearing. But I actually won by default. Because divorce. he didn't respond to them. Yeah. So everything that we made in the papers was made for benefit of myself. Um so I won that by default. So yeah. Wow. And you're now, finally free. You're divorced. What was that feeling like? It was amazing. I I mean, if there's one thing that somebody who can listen to this is never settle, never settle for for less. And if you don't feel happy, uh, unfortunately, we live in the in a society where the love is not the love that that people would love it to be i guess i don't know you know like it's a lot of mistreating and the the relation it's, it's hard to find a pure love it's out there because you know i have found one and i hope you have found a pure love where you uh just feel secure but if you are mistreated and it happens over and over again, the best thing is to just cut the ends, you know, like it's, it's amazing relief. And, and I just felt like million pounds just fell off of me. You know, I was, I was so happy and I was, 
I was so happy to not be under the status of wife to him, you know, like I hated my hyphenated last name. And that's the reason it's so funny. I don't know if you have recognized, I don't know if you ever recognized, but when I was married, I was hyphenated. I was still Kirstein and then Butchanum uh, because that's how I felt. I didn't want, I wasn't fully in it. Like I did not want to lose my last name. Uh, however, now, I'm fully Padilla. Like I, <laughs> that was not a question. It's like once this happens, yeah. my name is gonna be. Yeah, different. like I'm actually proud to carry, you know, to be fully Padilla, and that's my way. Because my mom was, you know, when I told her that, you know, we're gonna get married and stuff like that. Um, she was asking about the last name and stuff, and I was like, oh yeah, no, I'm, I'm going fully to Padilla. He was like, really? You're not gonna hyphenate. I said, "Hell no! What the hell? You know why I hyphenated the first time? Like, what? This is not the same case right now." <laughs> so, so I'm like, uh, you know, it was also more because I didn't want Oliver Oliver's life. I made Oliver's life complicated because he is he has my last name. Uh, I didn't agree only on his last name for the same reason, basically. Um, but you know, now when I'm fully Padilla, you know, mom's like, well, Ollie, no, I'm not gonna have, you know, you guys not gonna have any any related last name stuff. I said, it's okay, mom, he will understand. <laughs> <laughs> but it matters, right? You think about those things like your last name and your kid's last name, and like all of a sudden they don't match, and people yeah. wonder and they ask questions, like. Even a last name makes a big difference. Yeah, it is. It is. And then I, uh, me and Anthony, you know, we laugh and my mom will laugh too. I was like, you know, hopefully, eventually, maybe um, Oliver's going to want to change change his last name to Padilla. <laughs> <laughs> when he has the choice to do it. But yeah. Yeah, yeah when he has course. the choice to do it, you know, hopefully he will want to be Padilla as well. But, um, you know, it's it's great. And it's amazing how much I I could recover from honestly just the devastating and unpure and just toxic and every every word you can possibly think of that's that relationship was to me you know um how you can recover and just start fresh from the scratch and when I'm telling you, like with Anthony, like I don't feel like there's no, I thought I never can trust anybody again, like seriously to the fullest. But ever since I met Anthony, I mean, there has not been, we've been almost for three years now together. Um, there has not been one day where I feel like, you know, questioning something or, you know, it's just been nothing but you know of course we have our agreements and disagreements and stuff like that but it's like white white on black you know the relationship that I have now with him and what type of relationship I have with his family and Ollie has you know it's a funny unique thing um Ollie since since he he's been talking uh you know I call Anthony babe so since the first time he started talking and up until now, 
he calls Anthony babe. <laughs> that is about, so cute. I'm talking about not just like every now and then, like, babe, can you come wipe my ass? Like, <laughs> babe, can you give me water? <laughs> babe, I love you. Babe, don't. Oh. Babe, where are you going? Like, everything is babe. And it's so funny because now his family started calling him babe too. <laughs> it's like, where's your babe, Ali? Hey, babe, come here. Ali wants you, you know? <laughs> like, that's that is so never, cute. I have never heard that. And, you know, me and Anthony talk. We were like, I wonder if he will ever call you different. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to grow up and be 18 years old and still call him babe. <laughs> Right, you know, he's gonna be a grown ass man, go, babe, babe, come here. <laughs> but that's a cute relationship that he has with him, and that's awesome. Yeah. And and even yeah. for a kid, you know, I'm I'm one to experience, you know, not having my dad in my life and having him yeah, I mean and then having a stepdad. So yeah, you know. Um, don't get me wrong, you know, um his father, you know, has done his job to partially be in his family, uh, in his life, in Oliver's life. So um, I think now is that now he's hitting that time where he kind of is realizing that he has a dad and there is another dad and he's confused a little bit. Kind of now is the age where he kind of realizes that because, um, you know, because we have the standard visitation, which means that every first, third, and fifth weekend is his and stuff like that. Not always he gets him, but you know, when he does, um, he makes sure to drill in his head that, you know, that's his, that he is his dad and nobody else is his dad, you know. But Anthony, you know, has given him so much support. And I think it's so funny and cute. It would be, hey, dad. And then he's like, oh. I called you that, you know, like he just, <laughs> he, he has that mindset of actually calling Anthony a dad too. He recognizes him as a dad. Like he, he says that, you know, Hey, my parents are here, you know, that we are, me and Anthony are his parents, you know, he, I don't know. He knows the difference between parents and dad, you know, that they are the same thing basically, but, but, you know, he, he's starting now and, you know, Anthony, honestly, you know, he said, you can call me however you want to call me, you know, but uh, I find that so peaceful that Oliver's slowly starting him, you know, calling dad. And, and sometimes I even, you know, I was like, go ask your dad, you know, and then he's like, hey, babe, can I get candy? <laughs> <laughs> That's adorable. And I'm so happy because even as you were now telling me about your new husband like the voice the sound of your voice changed you know I can hear you smiling and you're happy that's some happiness that you don't have to tell me you're happy I I can hear it and I am so happy that despite of everything you've gone through in the span of the last five years you're looking back and you're saying everything was worth it because if you had gone back to your country if you you know wouldn't have had Ollie and all those decisions that you had to make at that point in your life have paid off one way or another now, five years later. But when you're in that situation, looking ahead, it's so hard to picture what your future can look like. It's so hard to picture that you can find somebody else. It's so hard to picture that you can offer another father figure to your child, because I know that after divorce, and like you mentioned, it's hard to trust another person, but even it's harder to say, I can't give 
my child a different dad you know mm-hmm. yeah for sure and uh, yeah I mean you just have to I think a lot of and I think my mom did that mistake honestly she got you know after um, her and her uh, my dad separated and stuff you know she was so afraid of you know meeting somebody like that again or whatnot you know like she was scared to open up again for something new and and that's what you know made us you know made us pay for you know we were by ourselves struggling at point some points of our lives and you know like just because she was afraid to you know love again and trust somebody with you know her heart and my life and stuff like that but um it's just you know you can't I mean if you want to be happy then if you want to make a family honestly you know I never imagined and it really I guess I would say it's embarrassing a little bit you know that I was married not really wanting to be married with that person. I was kind of, I guess, forced to be married in that. And then now I'm married again, you know, it's, it sucks. Like it, it, I wish I wouldn't, and I probably honestly will, I will never probably, if, if unless somebody really, really asks, you know, I will never say that I have been married twice, you know, uh, for the one, because I never felt like a wife. I never felt married. Like I can truly and well, wholeheartedly, you know, I never felt like I was his wife. I never felt like, you know, I was never proud of being in his life. You know, it was just, it was, it's crazy. Like I keep telling this to everybody, you know, my closest friends and my family, you know. I wish I could erase that part of my life, you know. I wish I never had to uh, do that commitment to somebody who, who I didn't know. Like I, I was blindsided to the fullest with the whole relationship and stuff like that, you know. I wish it would have never happened, and um, of course I wish that I still got Oliver some somehow somehow (laughs) right (laughs) because Ollie's part of that story and right looking back you know you have now your four and a half year old son you're in a happy marriage with another man that you never thought you would ever be able to be happy again and trust again but here you are and you're in a perfect example because the stories that you're telling me I've heard from my family you know my my mom my aunt my you know far far older family that maybe have gone through a situation like that but for us to know that still in our society in this day there's still a lot of people going through difficult relationships there's still a lot of people going through you know toxic abusive marriages and having to feel stuck those things you kind of again I feel like those stories come from like ages ago where you know, that was all they had to do. A lot of people married into marriages that they weren't happy. And, you know, like I said, those stories feel like from somebody years ago, but they're happening still right now in our day and age. And we're young, we're in our twenties and, you know, we're trying to live life. And all of a sudden 
we are in this situation and, and there's a lot of people that like I said in college may have gotten pregnant in high school mm-hmm. they have gotten pregnant they have mm-hmm. gone through that situation of staying in a marriage and feeling stuck staying in a relationship and feeling stuck what advice do you have for that person that may have been in that situation or is still in that situation right now yeah definitely you know my best advice is never ever be with anybody who makes you unhappy I mean that's as blonde as I can be you know like your your peace of mind your health and your just happiness overall is depending on yourself like it sucks but it is true unfortunately if you have gone into the relationship with somebody who he who is you know maybe abusive or mentally physically abusive or just not you know the cheating treating bad and stuff like that lying um it sucks to say but it's very very I guess I would say rarely happening when people change from that I mean that's kind of like who they are part of who they are what they've been I don't know if they grew up like that but if it happens once twice three times it will happen four fifth six seven eight nine ten and infinity times um I don't know it's it's hard to change I mean I'm not saying that you can't but once you lose that trust and you're unhappy I mean the best thing is just to let it go and just make the best decision for yourself not for somebody else um it might get hard right after you get out of it might get hard but you know um it it's up to you how you want to mold your life it's up to you how you want to continue to live your life and for women especially you know it's you can do more than you ever think you can do and uh to settle for somebody who is who makes you feel less than you are don't ever settle for it because you can be as successful or more successful uh than anybody who you have ever met like your significant other or you know any man you know because a lot of I feel like a lot of women are kind of you know feel like they have to be under the men's shoulder you know and stuff like that but um just make the best decision for yourself I mean the the peace that you can get after you get out of you know abusive relationship or not happy relationship I mean it just changed your whole perspective of life I mean, it's just, you never, you're never going to want to go back to that and your whole standards of life and uh, about men and stuff like that, it will change and you're going to know what to look for another, you know, in another relationship um, because you, you know, those relationships have made you into who you want to be 
and who you want your the next love to be you know um so yeah i mean just get out of it like it's not worth it you know especially if you have a kid like i can see it's it's impacting all of us you know the psychology you know like his psychology and and like it's hard to watch when you know you kind of wonder does he do this because he has seen what we've gone through before you know you wonder about those things and it's just you know it makes you worried about does he ever gonna you know yeah recover like is he actually gonna tell me one day hey you know I remember when you guys were fighting you know right now he might not say that but you know like it's just hard you know but it's you definitely don't want to put yourself into those shoes and as soon as you don't as soon as you fall out of the love and trust I mean that's the main sign that you just gotta let it go it's hard to trust like I have tried so many times to recover from not trusting but it's hard it will sit there forever like seriously and it's just not healthy not healthy at all so so now you are like I said in a great relationship and I'm so happy to hear that you know even after everything you've been through you know from being a student athlete an all-star player to being a mom and being a wife and and in a relationship that you said you didn't feel like a wife to now fast forward you know so many years your life has changed for the better and now where are you working what what are you doing so um, yeah so I'm currently a customer experience manager at Michael's store I don't know if you know it's a craft store yes um so yeah I've been a manager there for a little over two years um but now my husband actually is he's the only student that got a full-time offer job he's about to graduate school he's the only student that doesn't have to worry about finding a job after school uh in his class because he uh, he put himself out there. He was the only one who did internship, and he got a job at oil and gas company. So you know, I'm really amazed and thrilled about him, and that he got that opportunity to have an eighty thousand dollar job right after college. You know, wow. um, so we're gonna be do- moving down south by Houston here next month. And that's where I'm going to stop working for a little bit. Um, so I just have left literally a few weeks at Michael's. And then um, we'll move down there. Honestly, you know, I have to figure out the lifestyle there. Since right now in Temple, we have all, because he's from Temple. So we have all his family here and everybody, if we need any support or help. But down there, it's just going to be us again. <laughs> uh, just me, you know, him and Ollie. So I will be probably for the first few months just, you know, sitting adjusting. at home, adjusting, yeah, figuring out the school schedules and stuff like that to make sure there is somebody who can take Ollie to school and pick him up on time. Um, but, you know, at least, uh, I mean, it's a lot better, you know, it's, I feel like, you know, it's kind of the same thing again, you know, going back to 
depending on somebody else for a yeah. little bit yeah. but uh it doesn't feel this way this time because i think i'm just with the right person and um i have it's kind of like give and take you know i have given all this time to you know i was full-time worker i was the main money maker you know i made sure that he has everything to finish the school and i was that big support so now the table turns and now he's gonna be giving back to us you know that so it's kind of i think equals out and uh a lot more balance in the life and and then once i get back because uh, right now i technically if i leave this job i cannot work until i get my renewed uh green card because my green card expired you have to renew your green card yeah the green card is only for two years what yeah so i didn't I know that yeah 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 is that for all green cards or just because this one was the one you filed during your marriage um no it's for all the green cards i mean there's really there's only one way you can get a green card is through marriage or through a very rarely very rarely you can get um through work where your job is your sponsors yeah yeah but then you have they have to have a lot of proof and stuff like why they want to keep you why you are so important you know for them to not oh, yeah you, for basically. not hire someone from the states and hire you instead right, you're international right. they have to have a lot of proof to prove why they need to keep you and stuff like that but that's also i think for two years but um yeah so i'm gonna kind of since it was involving the last marriage um and i'm no longer with him then instead of you know renewing the one I had, I have to start everything all over again what? because I'm no longer with that person. I'm right now with this person together. So wow, I had no yeah. idea. Yeah, it's wow. hard. It's it kind of you know it's kind of frustrating at the same time because you know like I've been in states for damn near ten years now. You know, and. It's like I have worked, I have paid taxes, I have not done nothing wrong, you know, like I have been a good, you know, I guess. American. American, yeah. <laughs> Immigrant. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it sucks that I have to, you know, keep doing this and I can get faster, uh, like a citizenship here or apply for a citizenship. Um, but it is what it is, you know, at least, you know, I think if, if I go, if we do this green card um, and then we have to renew one more time just to kind of prove that we're still together, then in that process, I will be able to apply for citizenship. So once that is done, I will have never ever have to- Do it again. I didn't know that. I know people on green cards and they have it for like 10 years and they don't renew it until, you know, every decade, but I didn't know it was a two year process. And, but it's it's uh, a process and it's, it's hard. And, And the things that they don't tell you about, you know, the green card is that you have to also renew that every two years. I did not know that yeah the first is two years and then when you renew the second second time it's for three years wow yeah it sucks you know to be a foreign I guess and even though you have pure you know tensions and you know 
you're a hardworking person right like you know like I don't I would not want to be here if I don't have a reason to be here you know like I don't mind being back home because I freaking grew up there you know like I have nothing against being there but it's it's like you know every time that they ask you know whoever or anybody who asks me anything you know it just always in back of my mind you know I feel like they kind of just judge you, you know, oh, she's probably married so she can stay here, you know, like it, I don't think that feeling will ever go away until I actually become a citizen, but it's kind of like, you know, and then when they find out that you've been already married once and you are married one more time, you know, in back of your head, that thought in your mind is that, you know, they probably just assume that, you know, you've just been getting married left left and right you know so yeah. you can just stay here it sucks but you know that's our life yeah. basically I know yeah I can relate to that a lot and I know there's a lot of people and again for the same reason that's why they they tolerate the abuse they they have to hold it in and that's why they feel like they have to be stuck in a relationship because that's the only way to you know, give them that opportunity, as you mentioned, it's right. an opportunity to have a better life. And sometimes yeah. you were at a point where I'm just going to drop it. Like this ain't worth it. But worth it. Yeah, exactly. You have a kid to now worry about and you have a kid that you need to now consider. And, and Ollie is a American born citizen, you know, like he deserves this life. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So. Wow, that's a whole journey you just <laughs> mentioned and you just spent an hour and a half telling me, but I know there's so much more to uncover and, and oh, yeah. I thank you so much for being open, being honest. And like I said, whoever is listening to this episode can relate to being in that situation, regardless of our you know circumstance, being in a toxic relationship. It's something that a lot of people can relate and a lot of people can, you know, picture themselves as you're talking and remembering maybe they've been through that and at some point you just have to know that there's other people out there that have been through that and they're not alone because when you're going through it you just think that you're the only one that is going through that situation right that's right and it's good to know that even through hearing somebody else tell you it's gonna be okay you deserve better you need to fight for yourself and do better and move on to something else for you then that's when you realize like maybe I can do it too you know hearing you say I did it I'm in a happy relationship now I have a whole career ahead of me I you know they're still we're still young we're still in our early late 20s now <laughs> late 20s that's 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 hard yeah, to say I'm, I'm really late 20s like late 20s. Last year, 20s. <laughs> I'm like, well, I'm, but I'm still like, we're young you know we're, we're still really young and we still have a whole life ahead of us and just to think that you've already gone through so much in the last few years like now you only just want to be happy and let you be happy you know like you you're telling the world that please let me be happy I deserve right. this so I definitely thank you so much for being here for sharing part of your story and like I said there's that message of you deserve better and never settle for less oh yeah no matter what your peaceful and your happiness is more worth than anything else in this world yeah for sure no. 
sure. So thank you, AK, so much for joining me on this episode. Thank you for saying yes. I know you were super excited. I'll be in Houston soon and, and we can keep this friendship going and I'll check in and I see you through Facebook and, and everything that you're posting. And like I said, I couldn't be any happier for you. And after knowing everything that you've been through, like you said, you deserve this happiness and I'm so happy you found it. Thank you so much for sharing and, and being part of this podcast journey. Oh. Thank you for inviting me. It was great to hear from you. Yay, and I'll keep you updated and hopefully I'll see you on Saturday. All righty, sounds good. You have a wonderful day. You too, bye. All right, bye-bye.